client, Tegan Jade, who lives here on the Gold Coast of Australia. And she came to pop her live stream cherry and she was really nervous and we prepared and spoke about it. And then I had my three-year-old son in the office at the time and the nanny was here as well. But I just went, I left her on the balcony with the live stream and I had just sort of started it. And then he started crying and he was being distracting on the live stream. So I said to her, you're gonna to have to just like deal with this and I'll, I'll be back in one moment. But essentially the plan was that I would ease her into the live stream. Well, I got back from taking care of my son and she was just, I'm like, oh, my work here is done, right? Like she was owning it and just amazing. And I've seen that happen with every client where I've been the one who was there when I made them do their first live stream. A few times they did it by accident where I put a live stream camera on somebody and then afterwards they were like, I've never done that before. And I said, really? You, you owned it, right? So I just want to say to anybody watching, if you have some fear around this, which I know a lot of people do, honestly, it's just having a conversation. And I suspect that if you're somebody who has that entrepreneur messenger desire to be seen and heard inside of you, I suspect that even though the fear is real, that once you begin, you're going to find that it's kind of addictive and that you really like that people can see you and hear you and listen to you. So just give yourself permission as well to say whatever you need to say and not feel like it needs to be a presentation. Yeah, I love that. And um, I've been playing around with Facebook Live as well, done a few things, and it is so much fun. And it's so cool to be able to interact in real time. And then I've done some private stuff in yeah. some of my private uh, Facebook groups for paid clients. And it's, it's just very, very cool. And so I would love to hear also, so do you recommend doing this on your Facebook business page? Or I have some that they're doing it on their personal profile what what's your i'd love to hear your take on which yeah. which side you think is best for where should the live streams be stemmed from that's an awesome question and an important one i get asked that all of the time as well um not just relevant to live streams but where to post the content in general because everybody knows that you're going to essentially get more interaction if you're posting it straight away on your personal page and then we get a little bit addicted to that whereby like I know for me, I'm like, oh, I just want to do it on my personal page because I'll get more validation straight away, which is what I want, right? As a messenger, I want to be validated all day long. I want everybody to tell me my stuff is amazing and to like and comment. And so I know that if I do it on my personal page, more people will see it sooner. However, the correct answer is, I believe the business page mostly because firstly, live streaming on your business page is gonna be a great way to elevate overall engagement um, of your page and page reach in general, not just for the live stream posts. Secondly, obviously, you gotta look at the end in mind, right? And I look to where I wanna be two, three years from now and I think to myself, well, would that person be live streaming predominantly as a business on a business page or on her personal profile? And I, it's honestly always going to be both, just to be clear but the majority of the business live streams are gonna come from the business page and then get shared over to the personal profile. So that is how we do it. And to be just completely frank, obviously, I totally give in probably roughly a third of the time and I just do it on my personal page and I just choose to be okay with that. And I'm like, I'm doing it on my personal page. Too bad, you can't stop me, right? <laughs> to the world, basically. Not anybody's trying to stop me. Um, so I'll do both and I think because obviously there's a lot of engagement on the personal page with a lot of fellow entrepreneurs and so on that that's really cool to do but I definitely have a rule where over half needs to be on the business page because I'm thinking with the long term in mind. Yeah, okay, okay, that's really good to know and thanks for that clarification there. I agree with that as well and I, I think you're 
only person I've seen as well, where you'll be starting up your live stream on your business page and then you'll share it on your personal page at the same time, so it's basically going in two places. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that's smart. I haven't seen anybody else do that. Oh, really? Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, because, because of what I said earlier, I'm like, everybody like me, everybody come and watch. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, tell us about what has been one of your biggest business or marketing mistakes. So maybe one business mistake or one marketing mistake you have made and how did you overcome it? Yeah, yeah. Cool, okay, I mean, I guess I've made a ton of mistakes. I've certainly had more things fail as far as product launches and that sort of thing than what have succeeded. And sometimes I feel I probably should talk about that more. I think sometimes people look at me and others of us who are obviously where we are and go, ah, oh, it's, you know, it's Kat, it's Devonia that, you know, they're rocking it, etc. right? Um, so that's important to know. But the biggest overall failure, or mis not failure, sorry, the biggest mistake is not realizing or taking ownership sooner of the fact that all I had to do was just be me. And I know that's a very kind of cliche thing to say, um, just be authentic, be yourself, but cliches are cliches for a reason, right? Because they're true. For me, this was like a huge thing, huge, huge, right? I was building my business um, in about 2012. I was transitioning out of it being a fitness business, which I built to multiple six figures, actually being completely myself at the time through my fitness business. It was well before I ever heard about internet marketing. Um, you know, somebody said to me last year, when did you decide to become an internet marketer, Kat? And I was like, I haven't. I've never. I have, I've still not decided to be. Am I? I'm not an internet marketer. I'm just like, getting stuff out there. I guess I do internet marketing, but yeah, it was funny somebody said that because I know a lot of people come online now and it's a decision. I'm going to be an internet marketer, I'm going to spend my life savings, or, you know, or a coach online, or however they want to term it, and I'm going to build a business online. For me, it wasn't that. It was I started a blog to support my offline personal training business, and then I kind of figured out that I could create info products and sell info products online. There was no internet marketing industry like it is now. You couldn't find a business coach. I know this sounds crazy, right? But you could not find a business coach to save yourself. I tried to get a business coach to help me with online. I could not find one. Imagine, right? Imagine that now. So there was nobody telling oh, wow. me, right? There was nobody telling me this is how to do it, and you got to have a landing page, you got to have this, and you got to have an opt-in and a funnel, and I never heard of it. So it didn't exist back then, or at least not in a way where I could find it. So I just kind of followed a lot of bloggers, and I learned about content is king, which you learn from the blogging world. And I probably classified myself a blogging a blogger before an internet marketer. Um, and I just started selling these info products and it was these $99 and under info products that I just created based on communicating with my audience and asking what they wanted from me and then sharing what I was doing. That's what created a multiple six-figure business with fitness. Then I decided I knew fitness wasn't my lifelong career um, and I thought I need to rebrand under my own name and I thought, wow, I'm making like $35,000 a month just from making shit up and doing what I want. Imagine if I learned how to do this properly. Biggest mistake ever, right? Biggest mistake ever, huge. Um, I'm thinking of Julie Roberts, I'm pretty well huge. So, you know, it makes logical sense though, right? Of course you're gonna learn from others who are ahead of you and learn how to do it properly. So I went out, I spent a lot of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars to work with the best sales and marketing people in the world and I learned amazing stuff. And it did elevate my income as well in the short term, but I was essentially following a process of not being me. I was essentially following a process of sell what sells, 
to people who you don't necessarily adore, but I guess they're okay. God, I have to speak to that one again, right? And just make it work and follow the sales scripts, essentially. Now, I'm disciplined, I'm a hustler, I put the work in and I am great at selling. So I made money and I had my first $80,000 month, for example, but I honestly felt like I was selling my soul. I was starting to hate my business. I was feeling drained. I remember saying to my husband at the time, I can remember it like it was yesterday, being in the spare room back in our house in our hometown. And I remember saying, I can't keep doing this. If this is the pathway to a million dollars, I would rather go back to personal training. That's what I said. And in that moment, I made a decision and I said, that's it, I'm done with this. I'm gonna give the next three months, I remember saying I'm gonna give three months where I'm gonna sell only what I really wanna sell and talk about only what I really wanna talk about and I will refuse to do the other stuff that's making me money right now and I'm gonna give it three months. And if I don't make the money in the three months, then I'll go back to personal training because I know I can make at least five grand a week as a trainer, right? So that was a decision, and I was the breadwinner at the time, which is why I had to kind of say, okay, this is what I want. I want you to give me three months, and if, I, if it doesn't work, I'm going back to personal training because I just can't do that anymore. And so I walked away. I walked away from what was nearly a million dollar business. I knew, because I'm addict an addictive type of person, as a lot of us entrepreneurs are, I knew that if I didn't walk away completely, that I would become really trapped into this process of that it's making me money but I just knew in my heart that I could find a way to make money doing what I loved. I just really believed that to my core. And I thought, and I honestly felt, I felt like absolutely outraged at the personal development world in a way. I remember feeling like almost angry at like Tony Robbins, for example, because I remember feeling like, but you said I can create the life I want if I just do the work and I've done it and this is not the life I want. I really felt like I'd been ripped off basically by life like this is not how it was supposed to be it wasn't supposed to look like this i'm making all this money but it wasn't supposed yeah. to be like this and it was really just this decision no i'm going to completely be me and honestly i ripped that band-aid i did it i went all in at being me okay if somebody's thinking there's going to be some story of overnight glory no i nearly went bankrupt i ended up over a hundred thousand dollars in debt it was one of the toughest periods of my life there were periods where I remember yelling at my small daughter at the time because she wanted a treat at the shopping mall and I didn't have the $2.50. And I yelled at her for asking me for a treat for sugar. And I felt so much shame. And there were so many times where my card would fail at the checkout at the grocery store for like $30. It was constant day by day to survive and to keep my head above water. And meanwhile, I already had an online profile and a persona and so I was having to keep you know, the professional veneer up and I was trying to talk about it, but not in a too raw sort of a way, obviously, while it was all going on. And so it was very, very tough, but it was absolutely a period in my business that carved me out of brick and stone, right? Like that was a period where I built tenacity, where I built resilience. And truth be told, I really feel like, even now as I share the story, I just feel certain that most people wouldn't do what I did. 999 out of 1,000 entrepreneurs will not do it, but there's gonna be some who are listening who have that inside of them, who have that inner strength. And ultimately what it is is faith because the only thing that kept me going throughout that period was faith. It certainly wasn't freaking logic, right? Because at any point in time, I could have gone back to selling what already worked. It wasn't like I was an entrepreneur just starting out who didn't know how to make money. I could have totally picked up the phone, done sales calls and started making tens of thousands of dollars a month at any time. That's how ridiculous it was. And I flat out refused. I was like, no, I will not, I won't. I would refuse to talk to my husband about it 
because he'd get really stressed. I would get so angry at him. We'd have so many fights. It was a very full-on period. I was like, I'm not talking about it. Do not ask me about money. I will not talk about it. La, 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 la. Because every time I had to talk about it, I would doubt myself. So I just built this massive inner strength within me. And I did insane amounts of mindset work, like five or six hours a day. And one of the only things I still spent money on for myself was um, kinesiology sessions to help keep me grounded and focused once a month. And I just kept my eye forward and moved forward in faith. And I just felt like it's gone to work. It has to work. I've decided that it will work. And even though that faith was very tested at many times, and there were times where I kind of melted down in despair, obviously, to be honest, most of the time I was... I mean, I was still taking a massive amount of action. I was trying everything. I was creating content. I was doing writing. I read a lot of my current Amazon books during that period, actually. Um, and I just kept reminding myself that, but I know I'm born for more. That's not a maybe thing. I've known that since I was under 10 years old. So this is just what I have to go through. I even at the time embraced it as, well, this is my story of going through fire. And one day I'll tell that story. And here I'm telling the story. I love that. I love that you shared with that. I had a similar moment a year into my business where I also hit that rock bottom. And and I remember just like being like, okay, I'm either doing this or I'm going back to corporate America. And that thought of going back to corporate America was so awful because it just felt like I was getting choked for my freedom being taken away. And it's that moment where it lights a fire under your ass and you have to have faith and you have to just go for it. And it's like, we're either doing this or we're not. Right. And um, I know there's probably several women that are in that space right now and just know that you have to trust and you have to continue to have faith and you have to just keep consistently taking action yeah. because things will happen. Things will happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, and, that's amazing. Thank and, you for sharing that. Oh, you're so welcome. And one more thing I want to share. It kept going, the struggle, until I surrendered. I really want people to understand this because you asked me what my biggest mistake was and the mistake was not being true to me. So I was trying to be true to me through this whole time, but I was still putting on a bit of a veneer for sure, right? Like I wasn't being inauthentic, but I wasn't being all of me because I was worried about being professional and all of the usual things. That, we can, that we're conditioned to believe. And also because I was really actively internally fighting against the reality of where I was at financially and resisting it. And eventually, actually it was through prayer, I was crying out to God and I was saying, I can't handle this anymore. How much long is this gonna go on for? And I heard, and this is the only time this has happened in my life, and I grew up Christian, my family, a lot of preachers, and. So this is a concept I've heard of my whole life. This is the only time it happened to me. I heard an audible voice, and it was not a voice of reassurance. It said, you're going all the way down, <laughs> right? I'm like, you hear from God, and he says, no, you're not that. You're not done going down yet. You're going all the way down. This was like a loud, right? A voice, like in the room. I know, it's full on. And I was like, well, bring it fucking on then. <laughs> and I literally, in that moment, internally inside of myself, surrendered. I was like, well, if I'm going down, then I'm going all the freaking way down and let's just get it over with so that I can rise back up again. And it was like an internal surrendering. I let go and this vision came to me in my mind. And some of my clients, um, I've shared this story a lot of times actually, this vision came to me and it was a visual. 
and I could see that I was on a roller coaster and I was on the downward bit in the carriage, but I was holding on because I was scared to go to the bottom. And then I saw that if I kept holding on and inching my way down tightly, because ultimately gravity will take you where it wants to take you, right? Even though it's like slowly and resisting, I saw that I will then be at the bottom of the thing on the roller coaster and then I'll be stuck. I'll have no momentum to get back up again. And that was so powerful. That was such a powerful vision that I was given, I believe, from God. And it was just, you have to let go, Kat. You have to surrender and be where you are now because that's how you're going to have the momentum to go back up again. And all of this kind of happened together at the same time as me realizing I'm sick of not completely saying everything I wanted to say. I'm sick of having one conversation with my entrepreneur friends behind the scenes. And then if I would do an interview like this, being more, you know, like, make sure I say the right thing and don't tell the whole story because you'll freaking terrify people, right? So that was like a decision of this is wrong. I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to say what's being said in private, in public. People need to hear this stuff at the same time as the surrender thing. And I kind of embraced both those concepts at once. And I'm not kidding. Literally went flying up and my business exploded where within four weeks from that surrender vision, I made an extra 40 grand from a completely unexpected source cash received. Within six months from that time, I was making 50 grand a month consistently. Within eight months, 80 grand a month consistently. Within 10 months, I had my first $100,000 month. And now, well now several years later, but now my business is multiplying all the time and did $2.8 million in 2016. And I think it all came through that time. Wow, that is so incredible. Like I get goosebumps from hearing that story. Like that is absolutely, I mean, that's, that's a miracle right there. And, and coming down to surrendering and truly just being authentically you. Yeah. And hopefully it doesn't take that much of a downward ride for everyone else to, to really surrender to that. No, it doesn't have to. Especially, you know, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I think, like, yeah, I, I, try and, I try and share this because I think everybody's going to go through their journey. There's no way to avoid that. Obviously, we wouldn't want to because I'm so grateful for that period. I wouldn't have the freaking resilience and inner strength that I have now if I hadn't have gone through that. I feel, in some ways, untouchable a lot of the time as far as my ability to just do the work. So I'm so glad that I went through that. But at the same time, I hope that me sharing my story can fast track that process for other people where maybe they recognize, you know what, I do need to surrender or I do need to just make that decision to be who I am now because otherwise you're just going to delay this process. You really are. You're just going to drag it out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This was so good. Such great, valuable content. And I also know that you have a special gift for the listeners as well. Yeah, thank you so much for letting me share. So you can go to catlatoza.com forward slash free gift and you can get a free copy of one of my Amazon best-selling books, which is going to help you to just get clear on purpose and alignment and take massive action to create the life that you want. And definitely come say hi to me somewhere on the internet. I'm all over it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And, and we appreciate you being part of this series. We'll see you on the next video. Bye. Thank you so much, Devani. That was awesome. Thank you. I know there's like a little bit of a delay, but yeah. I, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Those were great questions. It really helped me to get into flow.
Yes, you're so welcome, and thank you for taking the time. Like I said, I've, I've followed your stuff, and, and you, you're amazing. And I continuing myself to step into more and more authenticity. I did like a really heavy course this last year. I think 2016 for me was a lot of personal development. I did some uh, emotional intelligence and really deep work, and um, you know, so showing up even more confident and bold and. And so talking with you is like that reminder of like, just fucking get it out there yeah. and don't worry what people think. It's the message. And uh, so oh, yeah. I love it. So thank you. Yeah. You're so welcome. And we'll, I know season will send you all the primary stuff when it's ready and we'll certainly share that out everywhere. Cool. Okay. Oh, awesome. Right. Yeah, I noticed you did posting stuff on, on your social already. So perfect. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks, girl. Okay. Bye. Talk to you soon. All right. Hey, Facebook. So we just popped the live stream on to um, give you a little sneak peek of me on an interview just now and let you see a little bit about it so you can watch the whole interview um, through Demony Friedman's Boss Lady series. You'll, I've already been posting links to sign up for that on my Facebook page here. It's an amazing series with lots of incredible women entrepreneurs as part of it. Um, actually, do you want to do a, do a quick check on my Facebook business page? Because you know those really beautiful images that you mentioned to me? They were the promo images for that interview. Remember you said, like, what's this product? Should we promo it? And I said, no, it's an interview with Devaney Freeman. See, if you can find that and then pop the link into the live stream, that way people can sign up to get the summit. Um, because it's a free interview series that you guys can sign up for. And she asked some awesome questions. Yeah, we'll post that link for you now. Um, oh, there's tons of comments here. I'll have to look at them later. Cool. Yeah, how amazing was that roller coaster vision? Can we get a shot of you talking to camera? No, definitely not when I'm on an interview. Um, yeah, so I just let you guys have a little piece of that interview, but obviously it was already going well before we popped the live stream on. So make sure you sign up for the summit and get it. All right, how cool is my office balcony if you've not seen it before? So yeah, we're doing a full day of filming here in the hustle office. So still, you know, a little studio set up in there. And then my team. Um, we're doing a full day of filming, filming a bunch of videos for my book campaign, and then I've just done that interview. I've got a live stream coming up in a few minutes for a client group, so that's cool. And then we'll do some more filming, and then I'm going to have a freaking massage because why would I not after such a big day? Um, and what else? What else do I want to tell you about? Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, okay. I can't believe I nearly was just going to sign off and not tell you guys this. This is insane. In fact, Mim, I think you should get one of the other phones and just make a little video of what I'm about to say. And for you on the live stream, I'm just going to reenact that last little bit because it needs to be on the video. So you're going to have to deal with a short 15 second reenactment in a moment of what I just realized, even though I haven't told her. Yeah, make a horizontal video. It doesn't matter if I'm moving around in the video. I've got to move around. Tell me when you're ready. All right. I, I'm trying not to let this out right now. 
zip it. All right, okay. I totally nearly just signed off on this live stream and just had the most oh my God revelation moment. You know what I'm gonna talk about, don't you? You know, this is like incredible. And I can't even tell you all of the details because I don't know them yet because they've not been downloaded to me yet. But, but something incredible is going to be going down and it's going to go down Monday. When did we say? 8.30? 8.30 a.m. on Monday morning, Brisbane time, which is going to be like, I don't know, in the afternoon in the US, in the in PST. Oh, okay, I so probably shouldn't be talking about this right now because I don't actually have all of the details, but I just want to give you guys the heads up that I have been working on something which is going to rever fucking lucianize the way that you are currently attracting in your cult tribe and making money, a lot of money, in a way that is automated as well as super fucking purpose-driven hustle-based, which is similar to super califragilistic expialidocious but it's super fucking purpose-driven, hustle-based. Somebody should hashtag that, right? This is something that I honestly think has been bubbling up from within me for like four years and I didn't even know about it because basically what it does is it takes care of the one big thing that I see people in my audience actually struggling with all the time and that I don't think I've been addressing. And it's not deliberate, obviously, but it's like it was just downloaded to me and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, this is it. This is, this is what I need to do. It's really all I can say about it. I know that's freaking annoying, but that is all I can say about it right now. Mary Poppins for the win. And, and, okay. I'm gonna restrain myself from saying too much here because the whole point here is that this is not supposed to be being announced right now. We just had a team meeting about that. But you know how I am, I can't help it sometimes. The other big thing is, it is like, jaw on the floor as far as what is included obviously but also the investment side of things this is literally like i am freaking doing what everybody says not to do which i kind of wanted to do a version of a long time ago and people said you can't do that and now it's coming back and i'm gonna fucking do it and it's gonna be amazing that's all but we'll, yeah, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more once I figure out more. I want to be able to say it properly, but I just had to share. There's something exciting and I'm very excited about it. So that's all. That is all. You get to work pressing freaking play on whatever it is that you need to press play on today. Um, I was going to say you can watch me filming one of my book campaign videos on first things first and product fucking activity but then i remembered i'm doing a live stream not a book campaign video next so i'm gonna go have an amazing rest of the day wherever you are in the world i will be live streaming on all sorts of awesome stuff all of the time oh there's like 10 other things i want to tell these guys right now i have to go keep pressing play bye